Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. I respect it so much. You don't get a lot of his house anymore, you know, and maybe for good reason. <laughs> You know, on Kazanti and Kazarlin on ESPN Rosadio, Mike Wells is here. Randy Scott is here. We're also on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Get at Mike Wells on Twitter, at Mike Wells ESPN. I'm at Randy Scott ESPN. Conversation on the CC call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN. It's 888-729-3776. Mike is my guy. Uh, they have kept us apart for too long. It's good to hear your voice, buddy. When was the last time you, when was the last time you went full his house? Man, no, no, no. See, see, that's the thing, Randy. No, 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 no. It, it, it's more likely that I would say something like that. Anybody who has seen you on TV knows you're kind of a hip guy. I want <laughs> to hear you roll like that. I want you to drop that knowledge like that and say, yes, Randy and Mike are in his house. <laughs> I get my th- All right, we're going to clip that. That's going to be a rejoin. <laughs> that's going to be a rejoin throughout the afternoon. We were just talking about like Chappelle Show references and man, if you stop and think about it, that show debuted, I think, more than 20 years ago. I think it was 2002. Cow. Yeah. And it's still like, it's one of those shows where you're like, there's no chance this would air now. Not even with a warning. And then back then, it was just the most cutting edge. I remember, man, I don't know what the statute of limitations is on uh, admitting to a, you know, graffiti sort of like defacing crime. But uh, the Chicago L in, uh, well, Chicago, uh, I definitely took a Chappelle show sign off of the wall at Armitage. I took that back to no, my dorm. Oh yeah, that was I had That's that. A, I had the hippest dorm north on North Campus there. Bob Hall, what up, Northwestern? Anyway, anyway, we don't need to admit to more crimes or more brushes with law or decorum because Northwestern has had plenty of those over the last six weeks. Let's move Listen, on. I'm surprised you even want to talk about Northwestern. And note, you said Northwestern. You didn't say Northwestern athletics. I think you're you're you're, you're a wise man using that Northwestern education, <laughs> not to mention the athletic department in this situation. I don't think they want to be associated with my athletic lack of prowess. Uh, that's more to that might be more to safeguard them. Uh, but no, it's great to work with Mike. Uh, we're just comparing notes about summers and all that stuff, and it's good that our our schedules lined up here. Uh, and we line up on a on a football Thursday, which is pretty. Which is pretty exciting. I was, I was, I had to write a lead in on on Sports Center AM this morning to the Browns and Eagles game tonight, and I was kind of looking at, you know, you always look now like this part of the preseason: who's going to play, who's who's not going to play, and it sounds like we're going to get a, a decent dose of you know um, backup running backs to be sure for Cleveland and, and backup. But the thing about Philadelphia that jumps out to me is you, if you are a backup for the Browns and you're trying to make a case for yourself, not only for the 53 man, but but maybe even auditioning for other teams and getting you know a better contract, a bigger contract, whatever it is. These Eagle defenders, Mike, like they are young, they are hungry, they're hitting each other in practice. They are truly just looking to get out there and 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 lay the wood to somebody tonight. And if I'm the Browns, I'm not excited at all. And I think that's why we're not going to see, you know, Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb, and and some of the starters. Yeah, and you know, the reality is like you said, it is preseason football. I think you know, for for from the Eagle standpoint, I like that they're that they are practicing and playing with that type of mindset because it's like they're not 
just happy to get to the Super Bowl. You know, there, it's like the, the the bitter taste, that that, that nasty, sour taste when you uh, taste something that is gross is still lingering from that loss to the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And knowing Nick Sirianni, the head coach, um, the way he is, uh, I covered him when he was the offensive coordinator with the Indianapolis Colts, he is very competitive. He is that guy that, you know, if his team got in a fight, a la like um, the uh, Colorado Buffaloes, he would be out there on the football field trying to trying to, trying to to go toe-to-toe with whoever. It didn't matter if a guy in a helmet or whatnot. They're going to get out there and compete. From Cleveland's standpoint, I'm a little more surprised that you're not going to get more of the starters because Cleveland is still, Cleveland's still trying to climb that ladder. Deshaun Watson is trying to prove that he can get back to being the quarterback he was, you know, prior to taking that year off in Houston and obviously missing time uh, mm-hmm. due to his off-the-field uh, legal issues last season, he, he's got something he has to get out there and say, I can get back to being a top five, a top seven quarterback in the league. So if, if I would have thought going in, eyes closed, that the Eagles will rest their starters and the Browns will be the ones saying, hey, we got to get you guys a series or two to kind of continue to get the rust off because we haven't done anything in several years. So what? So okay, there are a bunch of different avenues here. It feels like at least at the quarterback position, you know, this is a this is an overstatement, but you know, Jalen Hurts. I think if you're the Eagles, you have more confidence in your quarterback room than perhaps Cleveland does. So why don't we start with the negative? Okay, if you're looking at Deshaun Watson and you're looking at the way last season ended. And his return to NFL football, which is truly what it was of his own doing. But he gets back out there. He doesn't look like the guy who deserves a contract that the Browns gave him. If you're the Browns, if you're a Browns fan, you're hoping that his last name is the one that ends that that massive, you know, comedically long uh, quarterback jersey with all of the last names of the last 25 years. <laughs> if, if you're looking at Watson, what's the biggest thing that, that concerns you about what you've seen? The, the biggest thing is he's got to... You're talking about a guy who, Randy, who took a year and a half off, did not play in 2021, obviously missed time last year. A year, and I don't care how good you are. You could be, I mean, Michael Jordan came back rusty um, after he, you know, left to go play baseball and everything. We know Michael Jordan's arguably one of, you know, arguably the greatest basketball player in NBA history. A guy who did not play and command so much, who has to do so much at the line of scrimmage at the quarterback spot, he can't just flick, you know, snap his fingers and say, I'm going to get back to that guy who threw for 4,100 yards in 2018. He, it, it's not that easy. And he's playing for a new team, a new head coach, a new offensive coordinator. It takes time to get there. I'm, I'm one of those guys who believes that Deshaun Watson is going to take that leap back up. I'm not saying he's going to go out and, you know, throw, throw 35 touchdowns or whatnot, but I believe he's going to get out there and show more signs of what he was when he was leading the Texans to the AFC South titles, uh, when he, when he was down there than the guy that came in who, who only threw seven touchdowns at five interceptions and probably had the entire state of Ohio panicking saying, we gave this guy what? How much? How much guaranteed money did we get him? And this is what we get for it. Yeah. I think it's going to be the other way around. Where we'll see more out of Deshaun now that he's had a full off season of working out with his teammates, and 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 the rust is gone. Uh, you know, Alex Van Pelt's the offensive coordinator there uh, for the Browns, and he's been open and honest about it, and said, "Hey, we got a lot of work to do uh, offensively here." And I think some of that falls on Deshaun Watson. You know, having a little bit more time, a little bit more of you know, obviously a full training camp, uh, more time with. With Amari Cooper, more time with some of the weapons. Um, there is a, you know, you're jumping on a moving treadmill, and I'm, trust me, that, please do not mistake this as sympathy for Deshaun Watson. I mean, you could you can say that you know he he had this time away, this time off, whatever it was. I mean, that was that was mandated. You know, he had to do that, and it was of his own doing. 
Um, so he jumps onto this moving treadmill and you know, there's some hiccups, man. Like he's he's one of those videos where the 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 lady falls down on the treadmill, and you know it's it's a it's the gym security cam video that goes that goes viral. Like it just it was it was a disaster last season. So if the threshold here for the Browns is disaster and anything above disaster, if that's the bar we're trying to meet, yeah, Deshaun Watson's going to exceed that and then some. If we're trying to compete truly in what is, and we're going to dive into this later in the show, but one of if not the most competitive divisions in football. Maybe even in maybe in the AFC, which is the better of the conferences. Like if you're going to try to win that division, as they feel like they have the talent to do, your quarterback, that quarterback, cannot be the one holding you back. Yeah, he can't be that. And, and the reality is, you know, we're talking about the NFL as a whole. You know, I think the top two divisions are the AFC East and the AFC North. And like you said, we'll get into it later in in the show. But when you're playing in the in the better of the two conferences, and the number of talented quarterbacks that are in the AFC from the Josh Allens to the Patrick Mahomes to the Justin Herberts, Trevor Lawrence's, you know, the quarterbacks in your own division and, and, you know, with Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow, you can't have any letdown at the quarterback spot because when's the last time we've seen a team where the quarterback didn't lead them, where it was, you know, somebody else's defense or a yeah. running back where they're grinding and pounding. that those days are done. It, this is a quarterback driven league and for Cleveland to have any, and I mean, any chance to compete in the AFC North, Deshaun Watson can't be average. He's got to be better than average yeah. in order for them to have a chance in this division. He's got to be damn good for that to happen. Yeah, he has to be the reason you're winning games and not the reason, you know, that you're obviously that you're losing games. Like he has to he has to bring more to the table rather than just rather than just tread water in Cleveland. That's Mike Wells. I'm Randy Scott. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. So your level of confidence in Deshaun Watson being an elite quarterback is where? Ooh, I'm not I can't go elite. I think he's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not ready I'm not ready to say elite. Because the reality is, there's only a quarter, a couple quarterbacks that are truly elite in the NFL right now. Okay. There's a lot of great quarterbacks, and there's some good quarterbacks, and that's so that's my my pecking order: elite, great, good. Yeah. I'm gonna put Deshaun Watson in the good, teetering closer to great. That's what I think it'll be. Okay. When it's, when when the end of the season comes. Okay. Jalen Hurts, I think, is in the elite conversation to be sure. Coming off of last season, I'm I'm wondering if there exists a, a sort of gray area or overlap of the Venn diagram, however you want to view it, like the sweet spot here for the Eagles where statistically, Mike, he's not what he was a year ago because those were video game numbers. Even even missing time at the end of the regular season, you know, with injury, his numbers were still the, the likes. Like you'd throw your controller across the room if you're going against that guy <laughs> in Madden, right? So is there a, it, does there exist a world, a season upcoming, where the stats aren't as good as last year, but the offense is better, the team is is somehow better and the ceiling is higher. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know what? You know who I use as an example on that? Who was the poster child, the Madden cover guy of this? <laughs> it's Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he had incredible numbers last year, and his production could drop off, but he could be still—he's still, still going to be an elite quarterback. The same can be said about Jalen Hurts. What he did last year: thirty-seven hundred yards passing, twenty-two touchdowns, only six interceptions ran for 760 yards and 13 TDs. Listen, if I had those type of numbers on the game of Madden, my son would be so mad at me. He'd probably never play me again. <laughs> and Jalen could have a slight dip in there. You know, he can rush for 650 yards, 3,500 yards passing, and still be very good. And the Eagles, 
part of it's going to be because they play in a boo-boo conference called the NFC. Could be an even better, even an even better team than than the team that reached the Super Bowl last year. We've got to come up with a segment that's something or boo-boo. You know what I mean? Like, like, like there's there's buy or sell. There's fact or fiction. You know, there there's buy there's sell or trade or whatever. You know, like there are these these different like you know uh, vehicles that we'll use these segments, whatever it is. And I mean on Sports Center and I mean on the radio as well. And there's got to be one or boo boo, and it's and it, it, we could just you know bougie or boo boo or something like there could be something. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I'm a, our, our, our inc- incredible producer Shannon. I'm sure he's taking notes on that right now. I like bougie or boo boo. I, 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 I'm loving that. Shannon's very creative, Randy. Yeah, I believe he can make something like that happen. I think we could do it. I think we could do it. I don't know that like em- like emoji wise. Like if we if we were to package this up because obviously it needs a full send up on social media and YouTube and everywhere else. Like would we do like a like a certain you know boo boo emoji for this? You know that sort of floats. In the, now Shannon's shooting me a look. Yeah, jump little, in, Shannon. Little bad and bougie here. Okay, let's go. Raindrops. Do you Drop remember, tops. You remember when they had? Remember when they had Big Boy on Sports Center? It was like your dog. Is she bad or is she bougie? And he goes, "Well, she's dead." Like that was his first. You remember? That was his first answer to that. Oh God. And it was just the wide eyes of like, no, that question. Uh, all right. Well, so we got a new segment idea out of it. That's tremendous. I, I think Jalen Hurts, I think the most important thing you want, and I'm, I'm saying this sort of palms in the air, acknowledging the obviousness of the comment, but you, you want your quarterback healthy. And I think if he were to either change, it's such a fine line to walk. You don't want him to change his mobility threat. You don't want to change the fact that he might still be the best goal line back on the team. All due respect to with DeAndre Swift or whomever, but... You don't want that to change, but you do want him to protect himself. If if you're looking at the, at the stats that you throw out there, 3,700 yards, almost on the button in 15 games. If he gets there in 17 games, 3,700 yards, the rushing attempts are whatever they are, uh, a little bit less than last season. But the passing touchdowns are up, so maybe he throws more on the goal line. You know, maybe maybe we're using our tight ends a little bit. The fact that you have a tight end who just runs a four four. You know, an AJ Brown, like a guy who's just built like a fire hydrant with eyebrows, like like maybe you explore the space aerially a little bit to preserve your quarterback. You know, I think I think if Jalen Hurts is a hundred percent, they went they are the reigning Super Bowl champions. And they're still picking up confetti on Broad Street. Ooh, look at you you going out there, uh, you know, going out on a limb on that one. I gotta tell you, I, I love you I love your your thought press process and thinking about trying to uh, you know, you know, kind of Bubble wrap your quarterback in short yardage situations. <sighs> Nick Sirianni doesn't roll like that. He is about <laughs> when it when it when it's four you know fourth fourth and goal or you know fourth and fourth and one fourth and two. He's giving the ball to his quarterback. When he was the OC in Indianapolis and Andrew Luck was here and Philip Rivers was here, they would automatically bring in Jacoby Brissett short yardage situations, and he would tuck it and go. Yeah, it was clear that Jacoby was going to run the ball because Jacoby Brissett can't throw the football. So it was obvious he was going to run it. And so there's no way. It's one of that mindset of if it's not broke, we're not going to try to fix it. Now, if Jalen Hurts for some odd reason, which I think it doesn't matter if you like the Eagles or not, you don't want anybody to get hurt. You don't want him hurt. But if he got injured and missed some time in a situation like that, maybe that mindset will change. But as of now, man, I'm I'm rolling with Jalen. Jalen, Jalen, I mean, a quarterback with 13 rushing touchdowns. And averaging, you know, almost five yards a run, I'm going with it because it's going to lead to success until a team stops it. I think, I, I think if it works, if it gets six on the board, you would be a fool to go away from it. I just think 
that's why these guys, coaches and otherwise, make seven figures, right? You have to find a way to preserve your talent to get to the to get to the finish line, the first finish line. Because really, you have you have the regular season finish line, and then you have a series of like mini finish lines afterward that are somehow more important because you want to you know have that first round by, and then you want to host the divisional playoff game, and then host one more, and then you're playing in the big one two weeks later. Like you have to you have to try to manage. What with the engine that drives you, and that is Jalen Hurts. So how do you keep him from, you know, how do you keep what makes him special from limiting him and from lowering the overall season of your team I, I, or ceiling of your team? No. I don't know. Now, defensively, it sounds like they're a little concerned still about their run defense. And that was something, and, I'm, and I will never forget the sight of Taylor Heineke take in the Washington Commanders taking down this absolute wagon of a team in Philadelphia because they could run the football and sort of play keep away from that high-powered offense. And I wonder if that's been addressed because meanwhile, remember Mike, they're they're still incorporating a new defensive coordinator because that's what happens when you go to the Super Bowl. You get your cupboard raided by the rest of the league and they come for your coordinators. Yeah, I mean, listen, they they, they lost they lost both their coordinators, the offensive coordinator and yeah. and defensive coordinator. So that you, you you make an excellent point in that situation. You talk about um if you can't if you can't stop the run it's like the, you know, when you have a high power, you're going against a high powered offense. The best way to slow it down is to keep it on the sideline. And then mm-hmm. the best way to keep it on the sideline is not to score quick by, you know, having a, uh, a lethal passing game. It is all about running the ball, milking up the clock. And if the Eagles can't shore up their, their, their uh, run, you know, their run defense, they're going to, it's going to be a struggle. It, it, it'll be hard. And you don't know how the NFC East is going to shake out. I mean, I can't believe that potentially, you know, Depending on what happens to the quarterback with the commanders, yeah. you got three teams that could push the Eagles for different reasons to win that division. Oh, so no. come on! Th- now. They can't. They can't. Oh, you don't believe me? Oh, right, well, we're going to dive into it because that—that that is the next. Ooh. We're going to continue. Well, we're going to continue to 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 wring the sponge here of Browns and <laughs> Eagles because it's a great. Shannon brought this up. It's a tremendous question. What division has the better chance of having all four teams make the playoffs? And you're gonna and you're gonna say all four teams. Here's AFC East, AFC North, or NFC East. And you're gonna think it's crazy, and then you're gonna spend an extra twenty seconds thinking on it. And you're gonna be like, wait, I could see it. I could actually see a way where that happens. So which division has a better chance of really getting crazy this upcoming season? I'll give you the correct answer, and then Mike will give you his take. Uh, all of that and much more. It's Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio with Mike Wells and Randy Scott. That's coming your way after Mike has this word from Indeed. If you're having a hard time hiring in no time, you need Indeed, number one source for hires in the U.S., according to Talent Nest. Sponsor a job, and Indeed will help you attract, interview, and hire candidates fast. With Instant Match, you'll instantly receive a short list of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. You can easily schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit to get $75 toward your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Get started at Indeed.com slash credit. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle 
and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Touchdown Philadelphia, second of the night for Hurts. I don't know what his ceiling is because he just keeps getting better. He is the most improved passing quarterback I've, I've ever, ever seen, seen in my life. He's a dual threat, there's no doubt about it. 69 yards and a strike from Jalen Hurts. When he's nice, championships are better. Oh, there's a lot to like. Oh, there's a lot to like in Philadelphia. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App. Sirius XM Channel 80, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Mike Wells, Randy Scott, and for the guys on Canty and Carlin, you can join in the uh, CC call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We do want you to join the conversation. Before we stepped aside just a moment ago, we kind of chummed the waters there for a second. We said, which division has a better chance of having all four teams make the playoffs? Is it the AFC East, the AFC North? or the NFC East. To keep an eye on that, go ahead and call in, line up, uh, get ready. Still have a couple of uh, of open phone lines, but for now, one of them is taken up by Lewis Riddick, our ESPN NFL front office insider, getting us ready for some Thursday night football. And uh, Lewis, I mean, this is normally the time where you look at it and say, hey, the Browns are playing their third preseason game. It's time to see Deshaun. Time to see Nick Chubb. Nah, they played in the, they, they played in the Hall of Fame game, so we're not going to have Nick Chubb or Deshaun Watson. And... Uh, and we're not going to have a, a good cell service where where Lewis is either. So we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna continue the conversation with Mike and with myself because I think I think it's I think it's discretion being the better part of valor here tonight. Uh, you know, from the Browns' side of things because it sounds like defensively now they're rookies and it is Athens North. But Jalen Carter and these guys are mauling people at practice. Mauling people. Man, ooh, you said, look at you dropping out the, you know, giving uh, them Georgia Bulldogs some love out there, calling <laughs> Athens North up there in the city of um, a, 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 a brotherly love out there. And, that, and that's the thing, from the, from the Eagles' standpoint, they set the bar last, last season. You know, yes, San Francisco 
had all their quarterback issues. They they didn't have a healthy quarterback in that um in that champ- NFC Championship game. But Philly and the the way they're built, they are built to continue to have success. And getting to the Super Bowl just was not, you know, it was getting to the Super Bowl for Philadelphia last year was like going somewhere and having a nasty cheesesteak in Philly. They're like, okay, there's better, there's some better cheesesteaks in the city. Let's go get the better one. Meaning, yeah. chase that Super Bowl title. Yeah. And let's get that Super Bowl win and knock Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs off of their throne. Well, all right, I don't know that we're going to get a, a Super Bowl rematch because that's so rare, a rare. But we do have Lewis Reddick. Let's jump in while we have him, while the cell phone signal is is obliging. Lewis, I, we had reason obviously to be excited. If you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan, I feel like the defensive talent has improved. It does seem like though that's the one area that if you are going to be concerned as an Eagle fan it's still the no he dropped we lose him again come on it's like every time he hears every time he hears our voice he holds for Mike he hears me talking he's like I am out just a trap door a cartoonish trap door opens and he's gone alright alright that's fine I think the defense has talent I don't know how it's going to be schemed up because we talked about this Mike Wells like you know you advance to a Super Bowl you make it all that way and then your coaches are, are hot commodities and they get and they get stolen away is Lewis on the phone currently? He's on the oh. no. He's trying to call him back. Now, Shan, we're not going to play by play this. We Listen, will. My, my, we'll my say, question is: when, if and when we get uh, Lewis, we need to ask him where is he at. That's There's a great no question. Exception. And let's ask him who the cell phone provider. No, no, let's not. We don't need to to blow that up. No, it does sound like though. So you know, I was trying to see because they've had joint practices, the Browns and the Eagles. This is what happens in NFL preseason. Usually, you have some joint practices. Uh, and then you get out there and you play a preseason game. Any luck? Any luck with Lewis? No dice. Okay, so there is this from Joel Betonio, offensive lineman there for the Browns, who's like, uh, Eagles have been taking cheap shots at our quarterback this week. So I wonder if tonight that kind of carries over into the actual game. Ooh, well, considering... God, I'm about to sound like a bad guy, Randy, when I say this, because we're talking about cheap shots. Um, why would the Eagles want to take a cheap shot at any of the Browns quarterbacks? Because Deshaun Watson's not playing. Now they want to flip it around. That they that would cause for an all-out brawl if, for some odd reason, the Cleveland Browns decided to take some, take some cheap shots at Jalen Hurts. Right. That could call that could that that could cause some you know some legitimate nastiness out there in the football field. I hope from both sides that they are going to be big, bigger men and not want to stoop to that level, it, it's a preseason football game. And we all seen that one guy, that guy who's on the bottom of the roster, who's going to struggle to make it, you know, who's going to have a hard time. He needs to do something to prove his point and goes out there. As my 12-year-old son said, says in the lingo word, a world, he calls him a tryhard. Tryhard, yeah. He says, these, these people, you know, you got that guy trying to be the tryhard out there and want to take a cheap shot to try to prove a point to his teammates, to his coaching staff, but then he injures a vital player on the opposing team. Yeah, we, my, I hope there's not going to be any tryhards there. My kids would call that uh, that person a cringe. They'd say, Dad, they say, oh, and they say that to me. They're like, Dad, you're being so cringe, and I just assume I don't know what it means. I think it's a compliment, so I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna roll with it. But you're right. There's that one guy out there trying to make trying to make a name for himself, and actually, the Eagles have. Some they have some some I don't want to say headhunters because that implies maybe dirty intent, but they got some guys who are willing to separate man from football in their defensive secondary. There isn't a concern in the secondary. The concern is in the run defense, and there is I'd say no better team 
I mean, you take Lamar out of the equation from a quarterback run scheme. If you just talk about a running back room, I think Cleveland is probably the, the most smash mouth uh, rushing attack mm-hmm. in that division. It's just, it's kind of a shame that we're not going to see Nick Chubb tonight to go against this Eagles defense. Because I think if you're, I think if you're Nick Sirianni, I think you do want to measure where you're at at this point. And I just don't know how accurate that measuring stick is going to be when you're going against backups tonight. Well, well uh, hey, listen, the measuring stick could be atrocious if they let backups run all over them. I mean, so they're, they're, you can't get too excited if they shut down the backup running backs. You can sound the alarms if the backups go in and they slice and dice the starters, the defensive front of the Philadelphia Eagles. If they go out and have a field day with guys that are going to struggle to make the roster or, you know, their seventh or, you know, sixth or seventh round draft picks, if I'm Sirianni and my staff, I'm like, holy cow, wait till we face some legit running teams in the regular season. We have to be concerned about it if that were to happen. But if for some odd reason the Cleveland Browns go out and rush for, you know, 50 yards, they can't say, okay, the, the running game's, um, Fix. So it's like a no-win situation for the Eagles, in my opinion, tonight when they're not facing yeah. starters. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you're, you're going to try to put something positive on tape. That's that's also part of it. From whether you're you know firmly entrenched as a starter, I don't know how many of those we're going to see tonight for Philadelphia, uh, or whether you're just somebody kind of auditioning and trying to put good hits on tape. And I think that is the safeguard to kind of come back to the potential bad blood from the week. That's the safeguard against anything really escalating because you don't want to be that guy that does that. Uh, if you get kicked out of practice, imagine what happens if you do that in an actual game. So maybe uh, as long as everybody keeps the gloves up on the quarterbacks, I don't think we'll see it. Now, we do want you to call in. It's 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We want to hear from you. Which division has the better chance of having all four teams make the playoffs? A clean sweep. Is it the AFC East, the AFC North, or the NFC East. It's Mike Wells and Randy Scott in for the guys, Canty and Carlin, on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. 
Shopify.com slash network. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Free agent running back Ezekiel Elliott says on social media he'll sign with the Patriots. He comes in, he'll compliment Ramondre Stevenson, who remains the lead back. The pairing makes all the sense in the world when it comes to how you would think Bill O'Brien and Bill Belichick kind of want to change the structure of what this team is. But I like this for Mac Jones as well. They're going to lean into the identity of that team, which is the defense, and they're not going to let Mac Jones and the offense mess it up. Yeah, Mac Jones has a new uh, has a new offensive weapon there, Foxborough, and that's a great move four years ago. Let me tell you, signing Zeke. Man, Elliott. I knew I liked you, Randy. <laughs> I knew I liked you. Signing Zeke Elliott to your running back room looks real good in 2019. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN <laughs> Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. He is Mike Wells. I'm Randy Scott, Professor Mike Wells. Are we allowed to call you that? <laughs> You can. I will, I, will, I will gladly take that as a compliment. I appreciate that. Hoosiers of the future are benefiting from that there in Bloomington. The conversational call-in line here on the CC call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Still have a couple of uh, of open phone lines you can call in. We're asking this. It, okay, is it unrealistic? Okay, yeah, but then you think of the teams. So which division has a better chance of having all four teams make the playoffs? AFC East, AFC North, or the NFC East. We've had time. We talked about it in the radio pre-show. Got a little got a little spicy in the discourse. Mike, your answer to that is what? All four teams to make the playoffs. I am going to go with... I'm sorry. I know the folks in New York are excited about the addition of Aaron Rodgers. But I'm not going there. I am going with the AFC North. I just think when you look at the makeup of that division... Lamar Jackson has Odell Beckham Jr. in there, even though you could probably say, Randy, yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. from three to four years ago would be great in, in, in Baltimore. I just think that from top to bottom, with Pickett, a quarterback in, uh, in, in, in Pittsburgh, another year in his belt, I love that division. And as competitive as it is in the AFC, it's gonna be it's gonna be a bloodbath, and there's a chance for all four. You got Joe Bur- Joe Burrow, depending on his calf situation with that offense in Cincy, the Cleveland Browns. I think Deshaun Watson is gonna have a great great season, a bounce back year. And I lose to Baltimore and Pittsburgh. I just think it's gonna be it's a great opportunity to do it. And reality is, when you got Ezekiel Elliott as your running back, and you think that's gonna help Mac Jones out, sorry, New England, you're gonna be an outside looking in. <laughs> Are you saying that if Zeke Elliott is the answer, you need to rethink the question? Is that where? Is that where yeah, saying? I just, I just, I, 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 what I'm saying is, I, I really hope you're not saying the AFC East because I'm at the question. Not only our ability to work together on radio, I might question yeah. our friendship too, Randy. I, so, okay, I think that the AFC being the far superior. This we're not even splitting hairs here. The AFC is the far superior conference. So then you look at the easier route to getting all four teams in the playoffs. What's the easier conference? It's the NFC. So it's almost by default. Because, yeah, there are some, in my opinion, fatal flaws with New England. I think there are some, I mean, I really I really like the AFC North. I think the Browns are going to be better than a seven-win team. The fact that they won seven games last year when Deshaun Watson missed as much time as he did and then came back and played as poorly as he did, I think that speaks volumes to that coaching staff and what they're building. Um, I think Cincinnati might come back to the pack. So I could see it with the AFC North. But my answer is the NFC East because, I mean, 
you want to talk about impressive coaching jobs, what Ron Rivera did last year in Washington is outstanding when you had a 14-win team in your division. So I think the Eagles still win it. I think Dallas is better than they were a year ago. I don't know that the play calling is going to be better because I don't know that Mike McCarthy is a good play caller. Uh, who knows with the Giants? I actually think Washington's going to be better. If anybody who hasn't... Are we going to do a fantasy football league? Sorry, this is very scatterbrained. Are, are we going to do it like... Could I could I be in the the alumni of the show? You know, like could we have like a fantasy league where we all kind of stay in touch as we get scattered to the winds? Yeah. Well, I, listen, I'm down you, for that. You, if you, you want. Okay, all right. You you mentioned all four teams in the NFC East. Yeah, I like that thought process. You know, more so because of as I alluded to, my uh, what's my word, Randy? When I talk about bad bad things, boo boo. Yes, the NFC is boo boo. <laughs> um, here, here here's the issue with the Commanders. They might they might try to revolt on Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator. They may. They, I'm not sure who's going to okay. get mad at who first. I mean, clearly the players can't handle the way Bieniemy likes to push and challenge them. It's, the commanders act like the offensive players act like they've had a lot of success out there in Washington. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not that's not the case. So I, I I do I do like it, but like you alluded to, each one all three of those divisions, AFC East, AFC North, and NFC East, all have question marks. And the Commanders are that team. And I know you like the D.C. area and everything. I just think I hope hope they start believing in the enemy because, I, you know, selfishly I want him to be a head coach at some point in the division. But the way they've started out and players getting upset, according to Ron Rivera, it's going to be interesting how everything shakes out with 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 on the offensive side of the ball. Let me let, let me explain the scatterbrain, uh, you know, sort of like overly sugared and caffeinated child thought process I just had. If you have a fantasy football draft, I don't want to give you guys tips, is, is my point. If we're going to have a league, I don't want to give you guys tips. What I will say is, if you have a chance, I mean, late rounds, he's going to be there, I think, although maybe he's shooting up boards now. Jahan Dotson in Washington, Sam Howell loves him. Sam Howell is going to be the quarterback in Washington. You know about Terry McLaurin. Let somebody else overpay on Terry McLaurin. You come in in a PPR league and you get Jahan Dotson. You get a guy you can start in rounds like 10 through 14. When other people are drafting, other, that, like that one guy in your league who reaches for the, who's the reaches for the Forty ers defense, and you're like, all right, Steve, like you go get that. I'm gonna go ahead and get Jahan Dotson, somebody who can contribute all season long. I just say that to say, like, don't get distracted by C.D. Lamb and Brandon Cooks in Dallas. Don't get distracted by Darren Waller in, in New York with the Giants. Don't get distracted by you know DeAndre Swift coming in and, and being a goal line back there for for Philadelphia. Washington has some talent. Washington has proven they could win with lesser parts. And I think that's why the NFC East could, at least, you know, is the in an unlikely scenario, is the least unlikely. They could send all four teams to the postseason, Mike. Listen, we were doing the percentages. I'd probably I put a higher percentage on the NFC East out of those three divisions we talked about. Okay. Because again, of the boo boo NFC. That's why I would put the higher percentage on the, on it the is NFC boo-boo. East. And you know what else is boo boo right now? The Jets' offensive line. So says their head coach. And if they continue to play like boo boo, they'll give Aaron Rodgers boo boos. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.